Hello! We're here with a very special edition of the Kit and Krista podcast to talk all about and review our first review ever. The Super Mario Brothers movie. We have seen it. We have seen it. We went to the world premiere. We did. Um, we're talking all about that in our episode of the Kit and Krista podcast coming out uh, soon. We yes. also have a vlog up if you want to see what that was like. Exactly. So you should be on the look. These are like the companion pieces. There's a lot going on around this movie. Around this movie. A lot of cool things that we got to do. We'd love to share with you guys, obviously. And also, we just want to give you like our deep thoughts on the movie itself. So we yeah. thought we'd do this fun little review. Yeah, we walked out of the movie and we just had to talk about it in depth. We do, we uh, do. So this is our first review. We joke, like we don't do reviews. <laughs> Turns out, the little asterisk was, we don't review games. We don't review games because we're too dumb right. to review games. But guess what? Everyone can, can watch review, a movie we can review and talk a movie. about it. Right. Um, yes, it's very, it's very fun. Yeah. Um, we were talking earlier about spoilers. Yes, yeah, so you might be wondering, since we are posting this, at the time this is posted, the movie's actually not out yet. Like, mm. what is the degree of, degree of spoiler, uh, spoiler world that I'm getting into? Yeah. Very light. Very light. We're being careful with this. We do not want to spoil you. Yeah. There are a lot of things that happen. I'd seen the last third of the movie. Right. Which go beyond chronologically what was shown in all the trailers. We're right. kind of cutting it off there. Right. So then the things that we're talking about have either been shown in some way in the trailers. We will talk about some broad things. Um, in the movie, that is not a major spoiler, but that's right. We're not going to spoil um, some of the really fun moments for you guys. And and the, the thing about this movie is it's full of these little Easter eggs. Right. We've seen it once, but we haven't even, I think, scratched the surface on all of the Easter eggs yeah. for you to discover. So there will be plenty for you and for all of us to discover as we see this movie multiple times, which we will be. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, before we go any further, you might notice we have a new big addition to our set, which is yeah. this beautiful desk uh, sent by Ewin Racing. Thank yes. you very much Thank for giving you us so this. Thank so much. This has really like made our made a big difference. Like we were, we were using it for all of our cool like videos, and it's just like been so nice. So yeah, our podcast set. Uh, you know, we had a, like a little coffee table thing yeah. that we we just put tchotchkes on. And it was like, gosh, it'd be nice to have something to put like a, a laptop or an iPad yeah, or like a cup exactly. of coffee on. We didn't have that. Now we now yeah. we have all the space. This beautiful. Is, this is a game changer. Uh, Ewin Racing has a variety of gaming chairs and desks, mm -hmm. which are all beautiful and great. This yeah. one was very easy to set up. It you did it all by yourself. I did it by myself. Yeah. It took me about 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And you can't see it. This one actually lights up. It has really cool RGB lighting yeah. on the sides. Um, so they have chairs and desks that come in all different shapes and sizes. There was even one that you had your eye on. It was a all pink chair. I really like that all pink chair. Yeah. Maybe another time. That's a cool one too. Yeah, it looks very comfortable as well. Right. This desk is really amazing quality. It's perfect for our studio. I think if you wanted to put your gaming setup on here, it'd be super yeah, this great Yeah, this is a new well. permanent addition mm -hmm. to the Kit and Krista podcast set. So thank yeah. you again, Ewan Racing. We do have a link in the description where if you click on that and use code KK, you can get 20% off your order. Yay, we'll put that. pretty darn good. We'll put it down below, so check it out. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. All right, uh, let's, let's get, get going let's with get this first review. Into this review. I think a good place to start is just to ask ourselves, what were our expectations for this going in? Yeah, so from the first trailer to when I sat down in the theater at the premiere, I sort of had like a, a long journey, I think, getting to where I was. Oh. 
uh, getting to the level of, of excitement that I had. That first trailer, I gotta say, while it looked really beautiful and there was like a lot of little cool things, I was still a little bit skeptical and a little bit worried about some of the, the things. Oh. Like the voice and if it's gonna really show this character in this world that I just like loved so much in the right way. Cause that, that trailer didn't show you too much. It's a yeah. little, little tease. Yeah. Um, since then, we 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 obviously had seen so much more about the game about the movie from the trailers, and by the time I was like in the theater ready to watch the movie, my expectations were like super high. Mm. Like I was totally convinced that this was going to be like the best movie ever, and I was going to love it, and everything was going to be great. Right. So I, I kind of went on like a little, a bit of a journey. What about you? But going into it, very high expectations. Like the moments, you know, the week leading up to it, I was super okay. hyped and like cool. ready to watch a yeah. fantastic movie. For me, you know, um, if you listen to our podcast, you know, I was really, really nervous leading up to the point of the first trailer because we, I mean, we knew when we were at Nintendo that they were making a movie. We never saw it. We right. never heard a lot of specifics about it. Mm -hmm. And there's just a lot of ways that they could mess it up. Yeah. Um, especially it being this collaboration between Universal Illumination and Nintendo. It's like, well, who's in charge here? Mm -hmm. Is it, it like, does somebody like strong arm somebody else to make the decision that they <laughs> yeah, want? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I just got irrationally scared about it. I was like, this is gonna suck. They're gonna mess it up. And you know, the, the casting reveal was a major Question freak out moment for yeah. a lot of people. I, yeah. I, I didn't get too worried about that, but I think a lot of people shared my skepticism. Once I saw the first trailer, I immediately knew I was in good you hands. You had a big sigh of relief after that first trailer, Absolutely. I remember even, that. Even actually, when I saw the first image they released of Mario That's looking right. up from, into you the see his back, kingdom. I was like, yeah. oh, this is, they've really done something special with this. So I, I was not concerned about it at all after the first trailer, mm -hmm. the voice stuff, like even then I was like, fine, the voices are fine. I'm not, I'm not going to get caught up yeah. in that. So my expectations were also really high. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that I was really unsure about going into, you know, seeing the final movie, they, they did show a, a pretty large amount of information yeah. in those trailers. Right. They showed a lot. Yeah. But it was really hard for me to sort of draw the, like connect the dots on like how all what, of these little scenes. What the plot actually is. Yeah, would yeah. come together into a fully realized movie with a story and a, a cool plot and a narrative. Because um, when you watch the trailers, it really just felt like these little, you know, fun fan service-y yeah, moments. Yeah, little moments. Um, so that part I was really curious about. At that point, I was like, I'm sure they have a plan. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm not worried about it, but I was just like really, really curious to understand like how it all fit together. Yeah. With a, with Mario being the source material, it's kind of like less is more with the story. I mean, um, what is the story of a Mario game? It's like, oh, Mario's got to do a yeah. thing and defeat Bowser. Right. So I... I, again, that didn't concern me because mm -hmm. I was like, if they're doing this right, it's just a pretty straightforward A to B kind of story with a lot yeah. of fun stuff happening in between. And I do feel like that's mostly what it was. I mean, the story is not overly complicated. The movie is 90 minutes. There's only so much that they can do. Yeah. Um, so that that was my thinking on the story. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely agree that less is more, but I also kind of wanted, like I felt like this was finally our chance 
to learn more about this universe, these yeah. characters. Because yeah. Nintendo, as you guys know, um, especially the Mario universe, they do not care about the story at all. They they rarely have any sort of hints to the player about like what the motivation for these characters are. And they've been they had been wishy washy with us when we worked at Nintendo about some of the things you thought you knew about Mario. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you thought he was a plumber from Brooklyn? Not He's anymore. Not. Yeah. And they would flip flop on that a lot. Right. And they're like, he is not Italian. He's not any. He's not representing any like, like ethnicity right. or, or country. Right. It was like, well, who is so this who guy is then? He then? Just this <laughs> he's nebulous. Just, he's just a blank slate. Blank slate. And I think that was that mindset was a negative. Right. For the Mario franchise, because it's like, you know, Mario's cool, like he can do cool things, but you kind of want to know a little bit you do. About I definitely what's happening do. here. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to know what motivates these characters, and I was excited for this movie, because I was like, well, finally, there's someone else I can tell that story that's not like right. a 30-second cutscene in a video right. game right. that, from, you know, a team that doesn't hold that story part of it as like a priority. Yeah. So, expectations going in was like, yes, mm. I'm finally going to learn one more, at least one more thing about these characters yeah, that yeah. you've really grown up with but are strangers to mm -hmm. you, which is a kind of a weird thought. But um, but I was really excited about that. I was like, finally, we can we can learn about these people. Okay. Um, well, let's get into some specifics. What, what about this movie surprised you, either good or bad? Yeah, well, several good surprises for sure. Um, but one thing that surprised me was like the depth of that character development that mm. we were just talking about. Like, one one really amazing example is, like, Mario's relationship with Luigi. Like, you play the games, they're brothers, that's kind of the that's end all you of need that. to know. Luigi yeah. gets, you know, obviously Luigi's important to Mario because he gets himself into trouble, Mario goes and saves him. But yet, th that's pretty much it. It's pretty much scratching the surface. It's not very deep in terms of, like, let's look at them as in their, in their relationship. But the movie does such a great job portraying why they're important to each other, what that relationship is like. Like, they're more than brothers, they're like best friends, you know? And like, that was really cool to see. And like, what motivates Mario throughout the entire movie is to save Luigi. Right. Um, which you guys have seen from the trailers and like the way that they like develop that. And there's some little moments in the movie where they have like these moments together which was like really sweet. So I, I really loved seeing like some of these relationships between characters, whether it's Mario and Luigi or even Mario and Peach and um, some of these relationships like have some depth and that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised by the volume of the real world component of this oh, movie. Oh yeah. Because I expected like, yeah, there'll be a setup where you see them in New York and mm -hmm. they fall into a pipe and that'll happen like three minutes in and then you're yeah. in the Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom for the rest of this movie. But right, right. it was a good like 15 minutes I felt. I think so. Yeah, there's a lot of setup. Of them living their lives in New York before that happens, mm -hmm. which was a lot more than I expected. And, and that is where they really do build up the story of these characters of, of Mario and Luigi. like. You get to see their family. Like, yeah. they go have a big dinner. When I when I saw that scene with the dinner, I was like, wait, who are those people? I know. I was like, oh, those, those can't be their parents. I was like, that's that's the mom. Right. He just called her mom. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I took my brain like a really kind of like a right. good thirty seconds to right. wrap myself around that. I was like, oh, that's like mom and dad. Like this is crazy. Right, right. So you see yeah. all of that. You see them trying to start up this plumbing business and yeah. not having a lot of success. 
they get a big job, they kind of mess it up. Right, right. So those are all things I don't think they needed to do. Right. To have again that very A to B story, but yeah. it gave it a lot more like life. richness and yeah. payoff. Exactly. Once these things happen later on in the movie. Yeah, yeah. That connectivity between the Mushroom Kingdom and the real world was a huge question mark. I think for both of yeah. us, like, how is it going to work? It does like I think that there's like a good and bad side to that because. Yes, they 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 say at one point you're like you're a human. I was like you are. <laughs> I was so shocked. Again, what did you think Mario was? A humanoid. Like he has a face, but the face is not like a normal, not a normal and he, face. And he's also like three feet tall. He's also teeny. And they, they do make <laughs> they do joke. They joke about like, why are you yeah. so little? Yeah. Um, but like I never like I don't know I just like the admission of like I have a mom and I'm human was like shocking to me somehow because I just never think about him in that way I guess right. I don't know why right 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 um, but yeah like that kind of setup opens your mind to like other weird questions though because it's like okay now I gotta like grapple with like okay yeah. what happens in the real world with these so, characters yeah and so whatnot. so I think this is something that depending on your what type of fandom you are affiliated with. Like yeah. some people are gonna really tie themselves into You're knots. Get tied up in trying this. to answer those questions. Right. The way I feel about it is like I'm not gonna think too much about it. That's this. the thing. You can't think too deeply right. about it, or else it's gonna make you confused. Because, and it may not all make sense either. I don't think they're trying to make it all Exactly. I don't I don't think sense. they care about it making sense. It's yeah. like it, it's good for this 90 minute movie and yeah. You know, if no it, one is like trying to beautiful mind. This. If you want to theorize this, like yeah. you, that might that might be a little. This is not lost. Yeah, there, if you try to theorize it, though, I do think things will fall apart for right. you because there I is agree. a lot of like things that they do not explain, and you might find yourself in a place where you're like, well, that doesn't make sense because this moment happened, yeah. and then at the end of the movie, that thing I, happened. I would recommend you of try to yeah. avoid that kind of thinking. Yeah, exactly. So I would say like. That could be a surprise that you would not enjoy if you are like that kind of mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm with you. I, I just enjoyed the ninety minutes. I'm like, I don't need to think about this. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I accept these conditions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. The other thing that surprised me was I. I expected a certain amount of little Easter eggs and references going oh in, gosh. but I really was not prepared for the density of it, my especially in that in that first fifteen minutes. Like yeah. they are coming fast and furious at you. I need to pause. And you were like, "Oh my gosh, it's this! Oh my gosh, it's that!" I know we were oh like gosh. trying to like yeah. we were like laughing and like, yeah. "Did you see? Did you see?" Like, and then like after the movie, we were talking to other people that saw the movie. Like, did you catch that one? They're like, "No," but did you catch this one? I was like, "No." Yeah, there were a lot that yeah. you are gonna miss. You gotta see it Unless times. you're doing a repeat viewing, it's like yeah. I was like the the you know the digital version or the Blu-ray or whatever you want to get. Yeah, like, it's kind of a pause. must. It's kind of a must get to freeze frame through some of this <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. So and many things. Also, I expected Mario references, but they are really pulling from all the so Nintendo many, universe. They hit you with the nostalgia bomb, right? Real, real heavy and hard in that first yeah. little bit when you kind of are seeing those references because yeah. it is truly like a history of what you. Like, I guess you and I would think about Nintendo because it's like a lot of NES stuff, a lot of sort of retro kind of things. And I was I was shocked um, by the amount yeah. of Easter eggs. And I'm sure I missed so many. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I can't wait to go, like, watch it yeah. again. And also, like, when you guys finally watch it, I want to see what you guys caught, too. Did you have a favorite? Fun. Did you have a favorite reference? Oh, man. It's so hard to pick. But I did, like... 
how in when they go to their first plumbing job, it's like a really fancy house, like this really like rich person's yeah, house. Yeah. And penthouse. Penthouse, beautiful. And they go in, and the the house is like super modern, and like you can see like all this modern art, and there is like a Pikmin. Modern art statue. I completely missed that, to be honest. I didn't. I, I need to see it. I didn't again. see that at all. So I was like, I would like that in real life. I don't even <laughs> like Pikmin, but it was like an artistic. It was like a like you know like some sort of like you know MoMA level uh, Pikmin statue, and I was like, this is so cool how they like put that in this like right. rich person's house, you know. So well, it's Mr. Miyamoto, so you know we're going to have some Pikmin in there. He got to yeah, work it, it in. You got to work it in somehow. Yeah, but that was, that was a very classy yeah, way to put it yeah. in. I like that. That was really cool. I liked, and I guess some people had seen this from the glimpses in the trailers, like the first place they go is like a punch-out themed pizza parlor. Pizza parlor. <laughs> yeah. And they have like pictures of like all of the Mac, fighters yeah. on the wall. And, and again, it's they just do. like layers yeah. upon layers of references. Yeah. And you see that early on. I was like, oh, okay. That, that sets the tone, sets of, the tone. of like, yeah. we are in this Nintendo world. Yeah. Now, one of the references that, again, had us scratching our heads was pretty early on. You see Mario after he goes to, to have dinner with his family and they're kind of like uh you're not really doing you're not really cutting it as a plumber and that becomes a big through line of the story is like right am i am i worth my family's approval yeah, yeah. am i just a screw up and he goes into his room he's kind of bummed and he's playing the nes he's playing the nes and i'm thinking well what he's playing kid icarus he played, he played kid icarus specifically yeah. i'm like what is the world where there's an NES, but no Mario. So this is, yeah, I can't think about this. Yeah, right. It's this just, is where you can tie yourself up yeah, in a knot. It's just like, it is what it is. I got to move on mentally. But it's great that he yeah. has a room that looks like my room when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like you get, you, you, you feel yeah. your I think your, he had like an R-wing on the TV, yeah. like, a, like a little figurine exactly. of an R-wing. Exactly. Like his room looked like my childhood bedroom yeah. with my like NES and my like CRT or whatever, mm -hmm. my TV or whatever. And like, it just... Builds a connection so fast with a character, again, that you probably don't know very much about yeah, until yeah. you watch the movie. Yeah. This is really cool. One other thing that happens early, early on um, that I think was a fun homage to the people who really wanted that more classic voice is, so we saw the kind of fake commercial for their plumbing. Mm -hmm. There's kind of an earlier part, like scene of that that you don't, that we haven't seen before where they are doing the voice. They're kind yeah. of playing up the Italian yeah, accent. Yeah, they make a reference to it. They're like, do you think the accent was like too much? Yeah. And then Luigi's like, no, it's for like the commercial. We have to like, like ham it up kind of thing. So yeah. they, they really kind of acknowledge that like, you know, we're, we're, we're doing this accent for fun yeah. Yeah. kind of thing, which is really interesting. Now we went the whole movie we know Charles Martinet did some voices. We we could not we could tell. Not tell. Did he do those? Do you think that was him? I think that was Chris Pratt and Charlie Being Day a, doing an Italian accent. the Italian accent. Yeah, I wonder if if he helped. Like that, there are those classic Mario lines. There's yeah. a Mamma Mia in there. Right. There's a Wahoo. There's kind of like moments where that is a very emphatic voice. Did he like do those, or yeah, did yeah. he like overlay his voice on top of Chris Pratt's to make it feel more Mark? I don't know. Right. How does that work? I have no right, idea. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know. But 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 again, I thought that was a nice nod to mm -hmm. how people know them sounding from the games. Yeah, yeah. They they kind of punctuate those Mario isms um, throughout the movie. So like, if you feel yourself like getting out of it, 
they'll hit you with a Mamma Mia, yeah, you know, yeah. every 30 minutes and you're like, oh yeah, that's right, it's yeah, Mario. Yeah. <laughs> so we just spent like all this time talking about the real world. Like did, did, the next question is like, did this feel like it was true to the source material? Because none of that is in the source material. Right, I think the thing that was such a clever way to make it feel like the source material, but isn't like hitting you over the head with the source material is the concentration and the focus right away on platforming. Like, I thought that was so clever. Like, it, even in the real world, there's a great scene right in the beginning of the movie where they need to, like, run quickly to get to this yeah. first job. And they're basically platforming. Mario is a, an excellent platformer. You see him doing all of the Mario things, like triple jumping and all sorts of cool stuff. Luigi is bumbling behind him, you know? So, it, it really, again, it gets you, like, right into the mode of, like, like feeling like game-ish. Yeah. And then the platform becomes a huge sort of ongoing thing that happens throughout the movie as well. So they're, they're, they're really like using that like to kind of gamify the movie a mm -hmm. little bit in a way. It just makes me want Mario the movie the game now. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's another topic. But I, I really like that as a way of paying homage to the source material without saying like you have to stick in the tiny box yeah, and you yeah. can't get out of it. It was not like 100% devoted because it went out of its way to expand the source material. That's good though. In a lot of ways, which yeah. I think was good because there's, there's, again, there's not a ton there. Yeah. Um, all the stuff at the beginning in the real world was new, that was expanding, mm -hmm. and that felt really good. Right. Once you're in the Mushroom Kingdom, it did feel very mushroom true. Mushroom Kingdom. It was like, yeah, I, this, yeah. Is, this is what I remember and have experienced yeah. before. Um, yeah. Some of the characters, like, like Peach, we talked about, you know, Peach being a breakout star of this movie oh because gosh. they redid her character 100%. Huge sigh of relief that yeah. Peach was not the Peach that you are familiar with in the games because that character is not my favorite. Yeah. I think it's very dated to, to consider her a character in that way and it's like a 180 from who she is in the movie. Um, so that that I think is, is awesome that they did not stick to the source material for those right. moments. But... They did a good job in the Mushroom Kingdom. There's, a, again, a lot of little references to things that you've probably seen in the mm -hmm. games. You know, things like like coins and the way that the, the way that the coins are being collected is really cute. Mm. There's there's a functionality and a purpose for blocks and power-ups and stuff like that. So I felt like that was a really good way of, like, kind of tying that source material into the story as well. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, so much time has been spent talking about and analyzing the casting for this movie. Now we see it, we can talk about like, was this actually good, all the voices. So yeah. I've written down, uh, the main I would say yeah? the, I would say the five main characters, yeah. and we can just kind of go one by one of like okay. how we felt about these performances. Yeah. So let's go. Chris Pratt as Mario. How, Pretty worried about how this. How was it? Pretty worried about this in the beginning. I was very vocal about how I did not like this, thought it was bad. Um, once I... Once I, again, I had the journey with the trailers. Once I got to the movie, I was like a little bit more open-minded, I think. Um, the thing that I think works is that they built out Mario's character so much that the voice was like inconsequential. Like they just needed someone to do the voice in a very non-distracting way. Um, and he did that. Like it's pretty generic, but it didn't take you out of the character, which is good. Yeah, I think this is what I hoped for, which is he is not stealing the movie with this incredible performance, but he's also not bringing it down or yeah, just, ru ruining the rest. It's right in the middle. Right in the middle. Yeah. Um, reading those lines as Chris Pratt. Yeah, just just don't 
don't yeah. get cute with it. So I thought you know? I thought it was totally fine. Yeah. Which is again what I wanted. Yeah. I, I was not disappointed by it. I wasn't. Disappointed and I didn't by think it. it was bad. It wasn't distracting. I. So, so in that sense, I would give it a thumbs up. It didn't take away from the character. Yeah. This sounds really harsh and mean, but I think the blandness of Chris Pratt's voice was actually yeah. fine because the character that they wrote for Mario yeah. and his role and his story was the star that needed yeah. to shine and not the voice. There were some scenes where, you know, he was needing to deliver some emotion. I thought he did that. Like, that was believable. Believable, yeah. I mean, again, he was being Chris Pratt. But it was <laughs> yeah. it was delivered well. The other thing I think really helped is the the people around the characters well, yeah. around Mario. Yeah. <laughs> like when you're delivering emotion and your partner is Luigi as Charlie Day, yeah. like he, Charlie Day's got your back. Like you're 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 gonna be fine if you right. play against Charlie Day, yeah. you know. Or like you're playing, you need to deliver some emotion, like being scared of Bowser. Like Jack Black will make you scared of Bowser, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I think again the blandness. Was fine because right. the other characters sort of shown through that, and yeah. the, char the characterization shown through right. as well. So, uh, speaking of some other characters, Jack Black is Bowser. I'm obsessed with Bowser. Like after this movie, I think, man, Bowser is like high on my list of best video game characters yes. of all time. Because yeah, he's the coolest. Just so cool right. in this movie. It's so bad. It's such a, such a villain in the best way. Yeah. yeah. Jack Black is truly. You can just tell the love that he has for everything. With this movie, he he truly is a fan. He truly loves the role that he he got to play. Yeah. He like went for it. He really went for it. Yeah, this could have been a real downer if it was just somebody doing like I'm the generic bad guy, yeah, doing ha, a bad ha, boy ha, voice. Ha, but yeah. like you could tell, like he There's love in that he voice. put his personality into yeah. this in a huge way. Yeah. Um, yes, there is a musical number. <laughs> <laughs> in here that we will not go into oh detail, but was incredible yes. <laughs> and was very much a Jack Black, Jack Black. performance. Yeah, um, I was surprised by like like it is a, it was a true villain performance. Like oh, Bowser absolutely. really felt like a villain. There, was, that, like, there were times yeah. where he was scary. There were times he was doing things that were mean, mm -hmm. like a little bit violent. Very violent. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like not not in a like super graphic way, but like yeah. more than you would typically see like a in a Nintendo. Mario game or from yeah. a Nintendo Same. game. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, totally. um, so I would say that he was one of <clears throat> the best performances uh, of the movie in the movie. Yeah, and yeah. I think there's one of that we agree on that we'll get to in a, in a yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. I, I I thought he was the perfect casting choice. Like I I think I thought that in the very beginning. Right, I was like in in the very beginning, and it truly was like you can just tell. Like there was truly like love that he just loved doing it he was yeah. having the time of his life being this character mm -hmm. and it makes a difference when you want to do it you know right, so right, right. I, I thought that was awesome uh luigi is uh or excuse me charlie day as luigi so good i like charlie day a lot i'll be honest i don't know if i have seen a lot of charlie day stuff leading up to this yeah he what is what has he been in well, i can't think of like a recent thing okay been. yeah yeah, but I like Charlie Day. So I did Day. not have a, I did not have a lot actor, of background on this actor. But yeah, I thought the performance was good and a good yeah. kind of counter to Chris Pratt. Yeah, there's a lot more personality in Charlie Day's voice, I think. Yeah. Luigi is very... It's interesting because Mario's character is a bit more multidimensional in the movie, I thought. Luigi has sort of a, a bit more of like a linear character. Like he's he's really... He is like a timid, kind of bumbling character. Yeah. Um, which he is in the games as well. 
Uh, so it's interesting because Charlie Day, I think, has probably more range yeah. than Chris Pratt, but is playing a more like straightforward character. So, but I, I thought he was great. Like I had no complaints about Charlie yeah, Day as yeah. Luigi. We talked about this a little bit of in the games, Luigi is just a scaredy cat yeah. because he's scared he's of everything. Scared. Yeah. And I thought in the movie they tweaked it a little bit to he is like fully dependent on Mario. Like they are never apart. That's I think he says that. He's like, I've never spent this much time apart from Mario. Well, it's been five minutes. <laughs> um, where it's like that that is what has him freaked out. Like he has not had a chance to live on his own or do yeah. things on his own. Right. Versus him being just scared, just scared of anything. Yeah. And I didn't mind it, but I thought that was a bit of a different perspective yeah. on it. I didn't even think about that until you mentioned it. Because I immediately just went to, Luigi is scared. Because yeah. that's how, all I know about Luigi. Like all these years of, of learning about this character, I like one line that he's scared. Right. Um, but not, never thought about like why he might be scared. Um, but you're, you're right. I think that they did a good job. Like, I, again, it goes back to sort of that relationship building they were doing. Like the dependency that they have on each other. Mm -hmm. Like Luigi depends on Mario because he knows that if they're together, like they're okay. And Mario knows that Luigi needs him. So he's like, I got to. I gotta figure this out, yeah. you know? And that motivation is really good. Like, it, it kind of makes it so you really care about these characters more. And, I, yeah, I think back to the voice, like, Charlie Day does a really good job, like, getting that sort of nuance mm -hmm. across. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But he also does have that kind of, like, manic, harried, like, voice that he can do yeah. when, when Luigi does get scared. It's like, all right, this is, this is like, real Luigi There's some, here. like, there's some good moments where Luigi is really terrified. Yeah. That he did a really good job yeah, with, yeah, I thought. Yeah. Like, I really believed it. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, this is such a Luigi's right. Mansion moment. Like, right. I love it. All right. Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach. Another actress that I don't know if I've seen anything oh, she was okay. in leading up to this. You should see some of her movies. So I was I was very curious about this Because she's, in. I think she's an amazing actress. Like, I've Well, seen, I believe it after seeing yeah, this movie. Because this was been, incredible. And it's hilarious because the, the stuff that she's been in is very serious. Uh, and then she's like a princess in this like yeah. cartoon. Um, so it's, it's, it's great to see her actually play like a fun character. Because she's always struck me as something, somebody really serious. Uh, she plays like, you know, this... Like in the in the her famous role, I think is the movie on Netflix or the, the series on Netflix yeah. about the chess, yeah. Queen's, Gambit. Queen's Gambit. She plays like a drug addict, like she's like mm. very like complex I see. kind of character. So to see her go from that to like Princess Peach, yeah, it's fun, yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, we were talking about Princess Peach um, being like not true at all to source material. Thank goodness um, they really rewrote rewrote who she is. Yeah. And uh, the the character she is in the movie is is awesome, and like a peach I can get behind. <laughs> yeah, one that is capable, has agency over her life, um, and and I think is a tough. You know, she's tough and she wants to save her kingdom, and she knows that she's she's got to be the one to do it. And she's really like kind of the one helping Mario, which right. is really cool, because usually it's like Mario's got to save yeah. her, right? Well, it's all, they're almost like one and one A together. They're like, they're yeah. a team of like, right. they're they're going on this big adventure to save what they love. And, and yeah. in Mario's case, it's Luigi. And yeah. in her case, it's the Mushroom Kingdom, which right. is at risk. Right, right. Yeah, I thought she was just like absolutely the breakout character yeah. of the movie. I have to think this was one of the things when, like, the, when they started like hashing out this story and what they were going to do. Somebody has some real somebody, talk. Somebody with sat somebody. down and was like, "Hey, Nintendo, we're going to do something different with Peach yeah, because and please get out of our way. Whatever you've been doing, it, it's not going to work not here. Not working, right? It just, 
I had like a real flashback horror moment to the Odyssey launch when we yeah. worked on the, the thing with the wedding. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh no. We can't do that again. That was a weird conversation yeah. that we had to have with that team. There are some scenes that are like fake outs where you think something like that is gonna happen. It's like, oh, we're going back to the old peach and this this could go really bad. But it's not. But they they turn it around. They turn it around. Yes. They, they're trying to fake you out, I think. I was I was really worried at one moment. You know that I would have literally walked out like, that Oh, they're going to blow it. I've been having such a great time until now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I know. I was getting a little worried, too. Yeah. And I was like, do I need to walk out of this theater and protest? Because the, they're going to mess it up here? This is where they drop the ball here? Yeah. Oh, no. But no, it was, it was fine. Um, no, there's a, there's a great scene pretty soon after Mario gets to the Mushroom Kingdom where she's like, well, if you're going to come with me on this adventure, you got to prove I that you can do that it. Scene. And they have this kind of like training course that they've built and she shows Mario how to do it. And she like aces it. She like speed runs She's it. She's speed running it's it. It's like this perfect. Is, this is what Nintendo calls the beautiful playthrough. Yeah. She beautiful plays through that course. Right. And then it's like, you know, five minutes of, of goofy Mario like getting hit in the face as oh, he, yeah. as he, tries, he tries to tries bumble to... his way through. Again, this is a great like platforming thing. Yeah. It looks like a legit like super right. hard Mario right. level. And all of the different like obstacles that you've grown up playing in Mario games makes an appearance here. And it's hilarious because at the end of it, he's still like not very good at it. Yeah. It, it doesn't show him like beating the course, right. which I think was great because yeah. you're like, you get a sense that like, oh, he's only perfect. You know, things don't just come really yeah. easily to him just because he's Mario. Yeah, but it was know? it was the total like tone setter for that character of like yeah. you know, she is actually the master here, and it makes sense because it's her kingdom. Like yeah. she should know like how things work, what the, what these power ups do. And he even says like, "You grew up here, though." Like, right. And she, no, she says she's like, "I grew up here. Right. It's okay." And there's you know? and there are action scenes where like she's not just sitting in the back. Like, like she is doing stuff. She's doing a lot of stuff. Like that yeah. is that is usually beyond Mario's yeah. capabilities. So right. she is she is like the true. Like, hero. forced to be reckoned She's with. She's actually the hero of the movie. Right, in yeah. a lot of ways she yeah. is. Um, and we get, a, we get a, again, a lot more character of Peach. Yeah. And, and I think we all had a revelation of, like, <laughs> why hadn't we thought of this? I know. I was, like, confused, <clears throat> but also elated at the yeah. same time. So, so Mario kind of, like, points out, like, hey, there's all these toads and you, but you're human. So what's going on this here? This is when I was like, wait, you are? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I sort of showed up here like as a child and they raised like, me. This is my first memory as like a I love, baby. I love this. She's wearing like the toad outfit. Like, yeah. Like that. In the beginning. I need the fan art of Peach in the toad gear. It's like the, the vest. Yeah. And, like the, like, the, the, the puffy, pants. puffy pants. Yeah. It's got like an Aladdin quality that to was, it. it was uh, that great. was really cool. Yeah. The but, toads like found her as a baby yeah, and raised her. Basically. But that's like a deep lore question that I actually am interested in digging into. Yeah, let's of dig like, into that. so did she come from the quote real world? Yeah. And get adopted into this thing. How did that How happen? Did she, yeah. Did she like stumble in through a pipe or whatever? Because I think most people never thought about that. It's like, oh, just, it's just like, oh, she's there. I literally never thought yeah. about that. It's like, why don't you ever see another human? In this kingdom. In the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> and how did she get here? Yeah. It's like, who are your parents? Who are she's her like, parents? I don't know. Well, she not doesn't, there. doesn't yeah. know. She right. doesn't remember. And um, yeah, they showed like and a it's like, a it's like ba cute Baby Peach baby from like Peach. Mario Kart. Yeah. And then they also have a scene with Baby yes. Luigi and Baby Mario. Yeah. And when they have a little flashback yeah. as to yeah. why their relationship is so important. Show me a baby anything. I'm, I'm on board. Where's the baby Yoshi? Tell me, tell me where it is. Um, so, yeah, I, th I think, would you say Peach and Bowser are the two, like, oh, top, absolutely. top, 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 like, and it's not even close performances. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Miles. Yeah. Miles above. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our last one is Donkey Kong and Seth Rogen. Yeah. Um, 
generally good. Well, there was a clip that came out, I think the day that we're recording this, where it was an interview with him where he was oh, like, right. he was like, yeah, when they pitched me on doing this, I told him like, I don't really do voices. So I'm just kind of doing myself. Myself, yeah. So it makes you wonder like, did they want him to do something different at some point? Or is he just like, I'm just gonna do myself. It may come down to what you think yeah. of his voice. He does, um, so the two things about this character that I was a little bit surprised at. One is Donkey Kong's age sort of confused me a little bit. Mm. Like I was, when I was playing the Donkey Kong games, I thought he was like much older, but he seemed very young in this movie. I don't know if Seth Rogen was just doing like a adolescent teen boy's voice or something, but Donkey Kong struck me as like a 17 year old mm. versus like a adult. I, I got kind of, I got the kind of like young adult feel. So like, we're not talking about Cranky Kong here because he doesn't have like that big of a role. But yeah. like, he is very much like like Mario, like trying to emerge from his father's Mario's shadow. Mario's older though, clearly. Is he? If he's still living at home? Well, his business and is th not going. He's not. Now, this is another lore thing that you don't want to get into. Don't get I think. Into this, I How old? How old is, is Peach? Like, I think I Mr. Miyamoto has said, and he's like, oh, he's like twenty-five or something. I think he is. That's yeah. what I think he is in the movie too. Right. Well, like, young adult. Yeah. Like it's like Donkey oh, young Kong. Young adult. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't. Yeah. I, I think Peach and him and Luigi are like around the same yeah. age. I didn't really have this feel for Donkey Kong as you did. I mean, I got. I did get the sense of like he has this struggle with his father, where he's trying yeah. to prove himself. Uh, you know, maybe because to, he's just so immature. He's very immature. But it made he's me think cocky. of a teenager. Yeah. Right. Like right. a teenage boy that right. does some stuff that he was doing in the movie. Because there is the scene where he's fighting Mario, and he, you get the feeling like he's never been challenged. Like he's the best like fighter that they have. Yeah. So it's just like whatever. I'm he the had, best. Kind of has like the spoiled young prince exactly. role where he's right. like showboaty and. Just doesn't take things seriously. But also he does have some fe thoughts and feelings yeah, about like yeah. his life and his yeah. role. I will say like we got a lot more Donkey Kong in this movie than I was expecting. I yeah. figured it would be like, oh, they go to Donkey Kong Island. To do a thing. Do a thing and then they leave and you don't see them again. Yeah. It's like no, Donkey Kong becomes like part of Donkey the group. Donkey Kong joins the party, guys. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like collecting the RPG characters <laughs> throughout this movie. Yeah, and, and I was not expecting that, but I liked it a lot. Yeah. I liked it too. I, I didn't. I don't think it's bad. I just was surprised by this portrayal of Donkey Kong yeah. being this character of of it almost again like a teenage sure, boy. Sure. You know. I mean, he does have it, like it's a very like not serious delivery because it's Seth Rogen who is like it's a he's a comedian. Comedy, comedy yeah, background. Of course. Yeah. Um, I think it makes sense. I I, I was not taken out by this. Um, so yeah, I, I liked it. I just I just didn't find it to be as like compelling, as awe inspiring as some of the others. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so we've mostly been saying really, really, really super positive things about this movie. Let's talk about some nitpicks. nitpicks I know you have one that I don't share as much. I'll let you go first because I know you have one that I'm like not as bothered by. Okay. I feel like they did not take full opportunity of the music that was yeah. at their disposal with mm -hmm. this movie. Um, there's definitely, they definitely use a the lot of Mario music. The score is good. Like, and when they did use the Mario music or soundtracks or iconic music, um, I thought it was pretty good. Oh, thanks for making my point for me. I'm sorry. Um, it's, it's orchestrated versions of Mario yeah, music. Yeah, but like classic themes that you like really know by heart really yeah. well. 
I thought there was a big opportunity to do more than just orchestral orchestral versions. Did you want an original score? Is that more so? I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Like you wanted original music written specifically for the movie that was yeah. in the style. But of you can do. Games. I mean, it doesn't have to be the Game Awards Orchestra do, doing everything. <laughs> like there's Lauren a lot. Beth, there's a, a lot bow. of different instrumentations for Mario music. You can you can create a lot of different moods. You're going a lot of different places sure. in this movie. That's true. And. It just felt like it's like yeah we're just having the orchestra do it all yeah and it, it was cool to hear it mm -hmm. but it felt like the range of it was a little bit limited and again it's like wow like this is such a powerful library of music that you yeah. have at your disposal it said in the credits koji kondo was the music advisor yeah pretty prominently they i just felt like they left a lot on the table mm. as far as the music went my bigger critique of the music is that there are some moments where they cut to licensed music. Yeah. And this was my concern with the Smash Mouth. Um, <laughs> they don't go that far. There's no they, Smash they Mouth. They don't put Smash Mouth. But there's but, some very popular music. But in again, there. those were moments where they could have used real Mario music to really punctuate those and make them powerful. And again, connect really with the audience who probably knows this music okay. and make it feel more true to the world. And the, But the music they picked was not very inspired. It's music that you would hear it's a little generic. in a lot of other animated movies. Like one mm -hmm. was like this ACDC song, Thunderstruck, which you've heard a bajillion times. But what about Wham? <laughs> Don't sing that, that song, you're going to get demonetized. That's not Wham, first of all. That's Aha, uh -huh. Take On Me. You don't even know the song. Wham! It's not Wham! <laughs> <laughs> so... Again, I don't know if this was just like a Hollywood concession of like, hey, people want to hear this wham or this aha. Oh, no. <laughs> whatever it is, this ACDC, people need this or they're going to feel disconnected. It's, it's like, again, this is such a powerful library of music at your disposal. Yeah. Why not take full advantage of it? Sure. So I just, it, it, didn't, it didn't ruin the movie for me. It didn't ruin those scenes. I was like, eh, I just kind of wish they'd done okay. something different. All right. Okay. Fair. I, I don't. I didn't bother me as much as it it's bothered fine. you. Yeah. Like I, I that scene with the aha song, I actually kind of liked it a little. You bit. really liked that scene. I could I tell. Laughed, <laughs> I laughed really hard. I laughed really, really hard. I would say, and I know this is a very hard balance to strike. Like, it would have been nice to, you know, there was tons of Easter eggs and tons of like Nintendo references and stuff yeah. like that. It, it would be nice to just have a, a couple moments where it was like a little bit more like on trend. For like How do you mean? stuff that's happening now, like a little bit more like meme worthy, I guess. Like a lot of these animated fidget spinners. No. What do you mean? Like a, a lot of these animated. <laughs> a lot of these animated movies, they do like take advantage of like more like real world jokes or references. I think that's why I did like that aha scene so much because it kind of took into it. It like brought like a real world the joke. song from the eighties. It, got, it brought like an 80s joke into like okay. the, the movie. Mario could get Rickrolled. Is that what you like? <laughs> no. Have you seen when Mario did the Harlem Shuffle in real life? It hasn't aged well. <laughs> I appreciate that <laughs> no, they didn't. I, I guess it, it doesn't, it, there is like a danger of it becoming irrelevant. Super dated. And feel like, dated. Oh, when you watch it in like 10 years, like, oh, that's cringy. That's, but also like it's funny because it, it captures the moment, you know? It captures right. like the time that this movie was, was out. I like Mario to be timeless. All right. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it could be a fun. Mario does to... TikTok dances. Why hasn't this happened? Where is my yeah? Where is the TikTok <laughs> dance? Where is Mario like cutting a cake that doesn't look like cake? <laughs> oh boy! Wow. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but yeah, I think that that would have been fun to just like 
make it feel like really yeah. kind of like current or or like modern. Yeah, yeah. So I think there is like a danger of like Nintendo properties or video game <clears throat> things just feeling a little bit more like it's just it's only for nostalgia. It's only for someone that grew up with yeah an NES and grew up with Mario. Like all right, yeah. But I mean, the plot of the movie is, is really good. So yeah. I think it, that kind of solves that problem. Yeah. The other um, the other thing I'd mention here, and I I've really struggled with this to decide if like did I like this or not. And I have to be careful because this is major, major, major spoiler with mm. like literally what happens at the end of the movie. Yeah. It is not what you expect, how you expect this movie to resolve. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. I think it will be very divisive. Yeah. Among fans. Yeah. Of this thing happened. I hated it. I loved it. I, f I felt somewhere in between. It took me, uh, oh, I asked you how you, f I was asking just the people who we were with, like, what did you think about that? To try and anchor myself. Yeah. And I've come around and I, I, it doesn't bother me because it feels in line with what they were doing. Um, the setup was with, done well. Again, I, I'm, I'm really dancing around this to, yeah. to it not spoil, but it, it feels like part of what they were trying to accomplish with earlier parts of the movie. Exactly. Of like coming, coming back around. That's what I'm saying. It sets it up. It. it does set it up well. Right. Um, the setup that they do throughout the entire movie pays off the ending in a yeah. way where I think does make it make sense. But Yeah. And yeah. it's another one of those things where it's like, do not look too deeply into it. Do not think too deeply into it. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm, I'm really curious once the movie's out to see what people think. how people feel yeah. about that. And, and I'll, I, think, I will stop there. Yeah, and I think on that same vein of like those types of nitpicks, like it would have been nice. I think we got just like a, t maybe this is, I'm only saying this because I got the tiniest like taste of it. Now I just want to know like about these characters, like childhoods, you know? Oh yeah. Like, yeah, we got like a, 20, 10 seconds. Well, I'm sure they're going to make a billion more of these movies. Yeah, so. Give me the prequel to this. Um, I want to know. Like, I, now mm -hmm. I'm very curious about. You want Baby Mario and Luigi the movie? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I want that, but okay. <laughs> oh. uh, they're so cute. Um, Any other nitpicks? I, think that, I mean, generally, I really enjoyed yeah. every moment right. of this movie. So these are such like little tiny things. Yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, yeah. Um, so let's go back to what you were saying in the beginning of, the, of this question of did they show too much in the trailers? I think we, we might disagree on this. Yeah, I think that you, I think you're right about one third, maybe a tiny bit more than one third of the movie is what you've seen in the trailers. I was just a little surprised that like that far into the movie, like hours into the movie or like a hour into the movie, I'm still seeing scenes from the trailer. Um, so I was just like, that, that's a lot, you know? Uh, I, I don't know why they needed to show that many trailers. They could have done with, you know, yeah. two trailers. I, why? I mean, even before we saw it, I think we agreed that the third trailer was completely unnecessary. unnecessary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, I didn't feel like the movie was spoiled. I thought there was no. enough, enough left that I hadn't seen. Um, I mean, I guess that's just what they do with movies. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the biggest movie guy, but I guess that's just what they do. It's like you see a lot they in trailers for, like for a big movie because they need to promote it. I guess the, the other reason is like I actually don't watch that many trailers for movies, but I was like forced to watch these trailers because yeah. we were doing all yeah. these things, which is fine. So maybe this just jarred me because usually when I go watch a movie, I don't watch every single trailer that they have. Right. Um, and and that maybe is what they do now, and it's like a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, I would prefer not to have trailers 
be showing these scenes more than halfway through a movie. Like that's it's kind of weird. You okay. Know? Okay. But that's just me. Maybe people want to see the trailer. I don't know. All right. Uh, let's wrap up before we get to our scores with just some uh, big awards, some big winners from oh, yeah. the movie. So who's the MVP? Who's the, who's the most valuable character? Jack Black as Bowser. Really? Absolutely. Oh, I might put Peach as the MVP. Actually, really? I might. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna. I, I mean, I'm, it's it's very hard to choose. I'm a Bowser stan now. I am such like a but Bowser fan. Girl. I mean, it's like we know, like there's been a lot of characterization in Bowser in those RPG games. You know. Sure. We we, we Peach knew is definitely the most. Surprising. We knew Bowser was pretty cool and could, could be really funny, but also pretty villainous. Like yeah. he had a lot of range. Whereas like Peach is like, yeah, she's I'm just trapped in a castle. She's just like a blow up doll making a, making cake. a kissy face. Yeah. Like she kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. She Be definitely. I, I mean, baked you a cake. Yeah, I really dislike Peach in the games, and now I like I like Peach in the movies. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I have to give it to. I'm, I'm like such a huge yeah. fan of Bowser. Most underrated character was who? Underrated character. Yes. <clears throat> um. I'm going to say Kamek. I was going to say Kamek too, actually. I mean, Kamek could have been just a total throwaway nothing character. Yeah. But he was really... Important. Like Bowser's like little henchman. Yeah. He's like the perfect minion. Yeah. And um, Kamek is in a lot of scenes. Yeah. Kind of has a lot to do. Yeah. Does really like Kamek-y stuff. And I think that the, the character play between Kamek and Bowser is really fantastic. It led so, to some really amazing moments. This is a reference. Have you seen the uh, the first live action Batman movie that had Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson? <clears throat> Jack Nicholson is the Joker. I don't think so. I kind of got that vibe from Bowser and Kamek, where it's like Bowser is the Jack Nicholson Joker, where he's evil, but he's also a little unhinged and kind of <laughs> and kind of funny, like genuinely funny at times. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I'm kind of scared of this guy, but I'm laughing at his jokes, and I kind yeah. of like him. Yeah. And then, like, Kamek is kind of, like, the more straight guy. Like, there, the Joker had a, a character like that in that movie who was just kind of, like, the straight man who was, like, putting up with these antics and, like, trying. Like, yeah. There's a scene with Kamek. Like, the funniest movie, the funniest scene in the movie, I think, was, like, a Kamek and Bowser oh interaction. Oh, my God. I, I, I think I cried yeah. laughing at that <laughs> Like, scene. I was, like, laughing for a long time at that. Like, I really <laughs> cried. Like, I think tears came out of my eyes because I right. was dying. It was so yeah. funny. Yeah, that interplay between yeah. those two so characters was, was fantastic. Uh, most... Oh, excuse me. Character you want to see more of in the future. This one I give to Peach. Peach, okay. I need to know right. all about you, yeah. Peach. I need to know what happened when you were a baby, the training that you did to become an excellent platformer, why, like, I, I have so many questions. Like, this has opened up a can of worms for Peach because yeah. I just want to know so much about who she is now. Yeah, yeah. I think the Mario family I was really oh. curious about. Mama Mario I mean, again, and like, Daddy Mario? You're not going to dedicate a whole movie to them, but I was like, now that they've opened that door, it's yeah. like, I kind of want to know, like, what do they do? Or like, uh, The family table had a lot of other people around. Yeah, like, what are, what are all these people's... Like an uncle and an aunt. And what are all like these a... people's names? Like, what's, what's the story here? Yeah. I want to know! <laughs> Mamma mia, I want to know! <laughs> uh, most heartwarming scene. I think definitely the scenes between um, Mario and Luigi were really, like, I think there's some tears a little bit. Yeah. Like, there were some really sweet moments of them, like, obviously when, when they're uh, together and then they, they get split apart and they get reunited, you know, all that stuff. Like, it's, there's some real character stuff there. Yeah. Like, you feel sad with them when they're sad or scared or, you know, yeah. happy or yeah. whatever. So, it was great. Yeah, I really liked um, 
the the baby Mario and Luigi scene where it's like baby Luigi's like it's in a, a park. Bully? He's like yeah. getting stomped by some kid and Mario comes and save him. Oh. It's like this cute. It's like, yeah, they've been like a lifetime together They're and a life friend, lifetime of helping each other. Um, so that was that was some yeah. good just kind of character building. Yeah. There's some good scenes between Mario and Peach too. A yeah. lot of encouragement from yeah. Peach yeah. I thought was really like cool to see because right. she's clearly very capable and he's mm-hmm. still like learning and, right. and trying to do his best but right. like and there's a lot of like scenes where she just encourages him and makes try to make him feel yeah. better and stuff which there are some really suggestions sweet. that mario might have a crush on peach oh i That's think it's more than a suggestion suggest- you asked me like so, so does, does he like her <laughs> now you act like you know what's going on <laughs> i thought about it a little bit more I'm like, oh, he really does like her <laughs> uh favorite moment Favorite moment? Oh, yeah. oh you don't know. I, I, I really okay, like that that training scene. I was gonna say the training um, scene. That it was like really well done. Yeah, yeah. Um, that did like translate like what you would see in a game into a movie in a way that you couldn't do in a yeah. game. And again, it, it had a, a story purpose of showing like, wow, Mario is kind of a loser. He's the new guy here. Yeah, he's the he needs, learn. He he's needs to get learn. up to speed. So he's like learning, like, oh, what are all these power? What's a power up? What does it do? Yeah. How do I how do I even get this thing into my body? Yeah. You learn about all of that. Oh my God, the, the power up, the getting the power up into your body is really funny. Yeah. Um I, I I'm gonna pick not a scene, but just like what they're doing with the power ups. I thought was really, yeah. really cool. Yeah. There is a part where Mario learns how to get a mushroom into his body. And then, <laughs> <laughs> that he maybe didn't enjoy very much. And then also, um, I really liked the, uh, there's one scene where she, where Peach um, gets the fire flower power up. Yeah. And like she touches it and then her clothes change to yeah. the fire flower outfit. Yeah, yeah. Like those little moments of like transformation uh, with the power ups and you know, what, what you're doing with the power-ups is really cool. Yeah, so. yeah. And that fire flower scene was really beautiful. Yeah, so. yeah. And finally, favorite hidden detail or Easter Didn't egg. Didn't we already talk about this? Well, you have one that you've been you've been saying for days that you want to talk about that you haven't said yet. Which one? Which is in the credits. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I forgot all You can finish that. this podcast without you saying this. So like, keep a track of it. Oh, yeah. This was, this was a moment we both kind of awed at a little bit um, when we saw it. In the credits... Very prominently, um, they show uh, Mr. Furukawa, mm-hmm. but they also um, have Mr. Iwata yes. in there. I thought it was, yeah, it was so like, present. Pres- president of Nintendo, Mr. Furukawa, yeah. former, former president, president Satoru Iwata. Satoru Iwata. Yeah. And that was like, I was thinking about this. I'm like, is he going to get something in the credits? He yeah. should. He yeah. definitely should. He absolutely should, because he started this whole thing. Endeavor, yeah. yeah. And uh, he did, and I thought it was so lovely to see like it side by side with... Um, Mr. Fukuhawa's name, yeah. like it just felt like this is a good way to pay yeah, homage yeah. to him. Yeah. All the credits were very Nintendo heavy. Yeah. In a way we that saw I, our friend. Yeah. Hollywood Son. Hollywood Son, who used to produce Nintendo Minute videos <laughs> and did all sorts of stuff with us. He's a big time now. He's really Hollywood Son. He's really now. Hollywood yeah. Son. Oh, I'm so proud of yeah, him. But it, so again, cool. it shows like Nintendo had a lot of weight in this project. Yeah. Where if like they are so big and front and center in the credits. Like that's when the, that's when the font is still big. It's still the Mario font. The font is the Mario it's not font. The, it's not the, not the tiny, tiny little, little crawl. Whatever. The yeah. tiny crawl was like, yeah. yeah, like way later. Right, right. Um, um, we should say, this has been confirmed. There is a post-credit scene. We'll, we won't say what it is. It's worth sticking around for. Definitely. And it's, it happens at the very, very, very Yeah, you, you do have to sit around for a good while, but it, it's cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. We've reached that time. To give your final score, the Kit and Krista rating scale is a one to ten. Yes. Are you going to do a point five? Don't do that. 
Really? Well, you can if you want, actually. 9.5. Oh, wow. I'm giving those high marks, people. Wow. This is an A, almost an A+. Plus. The little tiny nitpicks. Yeah. Those are very inconsequential to this. I just, like, when I came out of this movie, I was, like, so happy. It's like, this is exactly what I wanted to see as a lifetime Nintendo fan. And like that just, it's so joyful to have that moment. It is. You know, it yeah. really, it truly is. So I was right. super excited. Yeah, to, it's, it's a rare thing when to be happy. you have hype that high. Yeah, and it And you're not disappointed. Yeah. Like that's it's really, very rare. it's honestly hard to do. Yeah. Uh, I really would give is. this a nine. Yeah. Um, just because I, I, I didn't want to do a 0.5. Oh. So it's basically, it's basically the same thing. I was like, well, I can't give it a 10 if I've got these little, little <laughs> issues with the music here and there. So okay, I was like, yeah, no. exactly. There's some nitpicks, but there were yeah. not even like a right. one point nitpick. But, but on the whole, like just an incredible achievement, just a huge step forward for Nintendo. Yeah. My God, Mr. Miyamoto. Oh uh, my gosh. I wanted to ask you like, so he created all these characters in the medium of video games that have been so enduring and so smash hits. Now he has created this great movie yeah. with Illumination, mm -hmm. with all these other partners. Like, where does that put him? I was like, is he like Walt Disney level? The other name that came to mind is Stan Lee yeah. of Marvel. Marvel, yeah. But Stan Lee, he created a lot of those characters in comics. It's actually disputed like how many he actually created. Right. In the movies, like he's the cameo guy. He didn't. He didn't have a hand. I think yeah. shaping these movies. And you can see like the heavy hand. He is the co-producer. Yeah, it's like 50-50. He is super in on this movie. Yeah. And we know for years, like when he was like, "Oh, I'm working on these Pikmin short films. I'm really interested in film. I want to get into movies." Yeah, he wants like, to we do knew, this. We knew. This like, is oh, a passion. This is your next big thing. And when he has like, we know him too. Like when he has his heart, mind set on something, like he will take it all the way. Right. You know, like he really is that type of person where he gets like super interested in something. Like he will put his entire soul yeah. into it. And you, that's why this movie I think is so amazing. Yeah. It's because he did that. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's a comp for this. I feel like he is like truly just this like one of a kind extraordinary person that yeah. has like this kind of creative mind that can translate characters across all of these different mediums um obviously <laughs> he's worked he's working with illumination and they were great partners and hopefully they had a really good creative dialogue yeah. about what to do with all of this and that was a that clearly played out as a great partnership um i'm glad mr miyamoto wasn't like no peach has to be saved because um, i would be really mad at him if that happened <laughs> um but yeah i just think that he's truly like I don't know if we'll ever see another yeah. Mr. Miyamoto like in our lives, like ever. Right, so, right. Yeah, way to go. That, that was one of my other big takeaways. Like, I'm just so happy for him because yeah. we knew this was something he wanted to do, and he was really staking a lot personally yeah. on it. it was like, this name is, this was is, all over this it. This is my creation. I'm yeah. the co-producer. I can't like, I can't hand wave it like I did the first movie from right. the '90s. If it yeah. sucks. Um, and also, like, it's very inspiring to be like, I'm having my next big act as a person when I'm 70 years old. Yeah. It's like, yeah. wow. That's the like, thing that I... Like, you think 70 year olds, like, you're retired, you're about to drop dead, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're gonna, like, be on an island drinking yeah. a pina colada like, this is it. This is it. You're d you, you are done, yeah. like, in that sort of contribution yeah. sort of way. Clearly not. Yes, that's very inspiring. That's really... That's one thing that always that's inspired me about Mr. Miyamoto is that he truly, like, even, like, all the times that we worked with him... Like, he always just has, like, this, like, endless 
curiosity and this sense of like wonder about the world around him. Like you truly get that sense when you are with him. And I think that's what keeps him going at 70 years yeah. old, you know, or whatever. Um, I hope he's not, I hope he's staying healthy. <laughs> he looks great. So I'm sure he's oh, doing yeah. wonderful, yeah. but um, it is very hard work to do all these things. Uh, hopefully that he's just, you know, still, um, passionate about it it definitely seems like that's 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 uh what he's doing and uh, i'm just so proud of yeah, him yeah. it's so awesome so everything seems really lined up for this movie to be a hit oh yeah uh my prediction billions of dollars of a billion dollars i actually saw a, a, a story today 125 that was my prediction weekend. for the opening weekend i predicted a little bit lower Spot so you on. might have gotten me you 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 said exactly that number yeah yeah in a previous so, podcast i think We've got to be seeing more Nintendo in entertainment in the future. I think that's just the lot. Like I'm not even like pie in the sky. It's like the logical conclusion. To I this. mean, there is there is no other way. Yeah. Like truly, like I, I think they held back on certain parts of this movie because they know they're making a sequel. Yeah, I mean, hopefully so. they're already. They're probably making it right now. At a minimum, thinking about it. Yeah. Um, I would say what, yeah, and yeah, then in the and next then, couple of years, we'll probably see another one of these. Yeah, and it's at what point does it start to broaden out to other properties, mm -hmm. and that's where it becomes challenging. Of you know, how do you keep track of all these different things from all yeah. these different? How franchises. do you make sure that nothing gets sort of lost or right. deprioritized? Mr. Miyamoto can't shepherd all of those. Yeah, he is seventy years old. Right, right. All. But that's for them to figure out. We're just gonna. Enjoy. That's in the future. Yeah, we're just gonna yes. enjoy this wonderful time for Nintendo fans. You mm -hmm. know, we get to experience all of these cool things. Yeah. We get to see like our childhood imaginations realized. That's great. Great for us. Yeah. 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 Super great time. Uh, if you couldn't tell, you should probably see this movie. <laughs> yes. uh, we loved it. We're, we're going back. <laughs> oh, we Opening going day. Back. We're going back. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you're going to want to see this movie over and over again. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So go see it and then come back here and tell us yeah, leave us a comment. All of your thoughts. Give about us your the movie. review. Yeah. Give us your review. Exactly. All right. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.